Hi ladies, this is Tanya. Welcome to the gig or the Get It Girl podcast. Of course, we are reading Coach Yourself to Success. There are 101 tips to coach yourself in the book by Taylene. And um, our next meeting should be April 2020. We are waiting to confirm a date. However, I'm really excited today because someone did send a question. Someone in the group did send a question. And the question is very deep and powerful, but it also is not going to only provide her with some tips how to move forward. It will provide the rest of us who are type A personalities how to manage a workplace environment um, when the workplace doesn't look like you. Here's her question. I changed it a little bit, but here's the question. How does a woman balance her professional goals and ambition void of intimidation in a male-dominated world? Also, how do we manage or balance those goals and ambitions when the men are the perceived dominant race? So someone who is not brown or black, when you are brown or black as a professional woman. It's a deep question, right? Um, really, really great, great question. And quite a few of us in this Ladies Get Lit uh, book club and also part of the Get It Girl, the, the gig podcast, we are type A. So my response is going to be in three parts. Here's what I want to share, ladies. I'm going to recommend that we educate ourselves, that we identify an action plan, and that we execute on that action plan. You want to educate yourself and understand what drives you. So, so what is motivating to you? Why are you where you are in the workplace? Why have you stayed in that particular position in the workplace? You must also identify what drives your audience. So if there are these men that you're trying to see you as less intimidating, you're going to have to do some work and educate yourself on what drives them. When you connect and build relationships with people, their walls or their barriers break down. They're able to see you for who you are and maybe they still will see you as a type A or a dominant personality, but you will no longer be intimidating to them. You will be building that trust with them. So, so educate yourselves on what drives your audience. And then also part of that education is to research the company, research the departmental goals, identify um, if these men in power are working on special projects, how you can not infiltrate, but communicate and support um, their task and special projects um, that they're currently working on. The more interest you provide to them in those projects, the more engaged you are, the less intimidating you will be, the more helpful and resourceful and valuable you will be. And when people are helpful, resourceful, and valuable, they're much less intimidating, if that makes sense. So then you want to create your action plan. The action plan first of all, is going to require you to still be authentic to you. This is not about faking the front or pretending to be some woman that you are not. You should still be 100% authentic um, because you're not going to be able to fake it your entire career trying to be someone that you are not. Uh, you just want to balance that out a bit. So be authentic, be you 100%. Be observant. Um, less talking, more observation, so that you can see how people move. You can hear what people talk about. When you see this audience, this male-dominated audience, 
laugh? Uh, are they laughing about sports, particular show? You, part of the education is being observant in their actions. And then also you wanna stay ready. And what I mean by stay ready is stay on task, stay on your craft, don't let your performance weaken, um, continue that stamina with your engagement or if your engagement is low, increase that stamina, um, do not fall below expectations, kick butt in every single metric or every single responsibility that you have in the workplace because it doesn't matter um, how much you have to offer, if you're not, you're not even meeting the minimum requirements of your role, you've already lost. So stay ready, stay observant, stay on task. And then the last piece I mentioned is the ed execution piece. You have got to smile. And um, for I'm, I'm laughing now because for me, I know I tend to look serious quite often. And that's probably because I have a lot of things going on in my, in my mind, in my head. Um, a lot of those things are related to work. But smile, um, it also relaxes people. You know, people relax a little bit when they see your smile. They may even see you as a different person because now uh, they realize that you're actually a human being and you have feelings and emotions. Uh, so go ahead and smile with them. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And then speak. You know, good morning, good afternoon. How are you doing? How was your weekend? Oh, I heard you say that your son had a, had a game this weekend. How was that? Did they win? All of those things, you have to speak, have conversations, many conversations, uh, which will build that rapport with your audience. And then what you wanna do is uh, solve a problem. If there is something minor um, going on in your department or in your office, or you see that the level of engagement is down, identify a way to fix the problem. You know, these you don't have to solve world peace or anything like that in the workplace. You can very quickly, identify something even minute that is going to improve um, the overall environment in the workplace. So solve a problem. And then, as I mentioned, engage, 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 engage um, with your peers. Find the toughest peers to win over and win them over. And if winning them over is you know, listening to some of those conversations that you may normally be annoyed with, do it anyway, because this is really not about that. This is about you breaking down barriers and building trust and staying professional because you have an ambition or you have a career path that you're looking to go toward. And you will run into obstacles every single place if you don't educate yourself, create an action plan, and then execute effectively that action plan. Really quickly, I'll give you a story. I'll tell you, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, uh, building or repairing relationships, overcoming ill-conceived perceptions of yourself, and being clear about your goals and aspirations and visions are really what's going to help the other person uh, let their guard down and not see you as a threat. All of you who know me and who worked with me can probably attest to people have seen me as a threat in the workplace. I could never really understand that because I don't think I'm threatening at all, but I do understand how I appear um, because I'm always really focused, and when you look focused, people don't understand your your motives, or um, they think you're trying to take take their job or something like that. So, um, quick story: I started at AAA in October, and this position is unlike any position that I've had in over a decade because I'm back on the front line. And there are many reasons why I chose to go back on the front line. But what I will share with you is that about a month after I started with AAA. 
I um, went to the vice president's office who happens to be in house. So I went to his office and I said, you know, hey, can you let me know when you have some time? And he was a little bit taken aback, uh, you know, um, and he's like, oh, sure. Can you go ahead and put something on my calendar? So I put something on the calendar. And when I went in to meet with him, what I said was, you know, I know that we've met briefly, you know, in passing, but I wanted to make sure that you knew who I was, what my background is, and the things that I can offer AAA HMC agency. Because Matt hired me, and I don't. I want to make sure that you understand that when he hired me, he didn't hire a seat filler. He hired someone who wants to add value to the agency and who wants to understand from your perspective as a vice president what goals and expectations from for the agency you have in 2020 because I think that I can participate in our success in that way. He was really uh, impressed, to say the least. And I also share with him my observations of the floor and the level of engagement and some really quick fixes I thought could improve from a service perspective. Um, I offered my, my training background to him, and I also presented to him um, some statistics on customer retention, customer excellence and satisfaction, and um, some opportunities to fix that. He was, really, as I mentioned, really, really impressed with that. And he was impressed with that because I don't think that he's used to people going in there um, the way that I did. Uh, I had a couple of people, my new manager, she said, did he ask you to come? I'm like, no, I, I just went and told him this is who I am and this is what I have to offer. So don't be intimidated in doing that. We're all human beings. We just all have different level of responsibilities in the workplace. But quite honestly, um, to the person that asked this question, it may take you to have that kind of those kinds of guts, you know, just to go in and say, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I have to offer. Um, I'm in this role currently, but that is not my goal to be in that role the rest of my career. Um, I'm an investment. So you let me know what you need to have done. And if I have that experience, I'm more than happy to participate in the success of our organization. And then also um, the director, uh, we would just see each other in passing. When I started for lunch, I would always go and sit um, downstairs out front. I don't know if you guys have ever been at the AAA building, but there's chairs for guests in the lobby downstairs. And I would always go sit down there for lunch and I would always see him come back from lunch. And he is super tall and he has red hair and like a red beard. And he would always, we just wave and just nodded at one another. And then one day he says, uh, there goes trouble. And I said, I'd rather be uh, trouble than a wildling or free folk. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And I said, oh, my favorite show is Game of Thrones. So I said, when I look at you, you remind me of a wildling or free folk. And he's like, is that a good thing? I said, yeah, it's just said it's my favorite show. And we just had a chuckle about it. Now, had I not been observant with who he was or how his personality has been in the office, I would never go there with him like that. But he, I could tell he's very sarcastic, as am I. So the moment I, we had that conversation um, it was is the moment our relationship started to build, if that makes sense. So... I'm going to close this out and just remind each of you, especially those of you who are type A and you're still in, in your career and want to continue to build that, but you have this particular obstacle, educate, action plan, execution, but more so than that, 
be authentic. Don't change much about yourself or anything about yourself unless you've identified that you need to make a certain change. Because everyone's going to be able to, to pick a faker. You know what I mean? Like you can pick someone who's fake and so so can other people. So just really make sure that um, while you're working on this, that you're very authentic in your approach. So that is it for this episode of The Gig. I am Tanya, and I will talk to you ladies soon. Bring the question. Keep the questions on. I love this. Take care, guys.